0: Welcome to Tough Talk Christian Radio. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help take you to the next step in your relationship with Christ. Tough Talk Christian Radio is brought to you by the Tough Talk Radio Network. Now here's your host, Tony Gambone. All right, welcome to the show. My name is Tony Gambone, and of course this is Wednesday, and here we are at Tough Talk Christian Radio. Uh, i got to tell you, folks, God has blessed me to be able to To do this now, goodness, I want to say uh, we've gone on at least 10 plus years. And uh, one of the things that I enjoy the most about it is that previous guests come back on and they're able to share how God is leading them to do even bigger, more powerful things in our country. And if, uh, you know, if you have a television or a phone, anything that will produce the news to you, you surely know that we need some, some help across the country with different things, uh, you know, whether it's uh, young kids acting crazy like just happened here in Houston area in World or they rushed the stage, eight people died. Uh, it's just Maybe it was poor planning. Maybe it was crazy kids. Uh, I, I think that no matter what the reason was, the fact that eight children died is uh, heartbreaking. So I think that there's a good opportunity for people out there uh, that are looking to serve in their community that uh, well they pray on it see where god leads them i always tell my children that as long as you're moving your feet you're you're almost guaranteed to bump into something that's going to help you become better and even if the thing that you bump into isn't a good thing it still will teach you the lesson to be better so uh, i i always Take my hat off to people like my today's guest. Uh, you know, uh, Mr. Johnson is going to be on here in a little while, and we're going to talk about what he's doing and how he made a move across the country to to just make a difference for, especially for children. And uh, so I'm excited about that, and I just uh, wanted to share that for for a second with you. And we're going to do a little housekeeping here, and let, let's get everybody caught up. I just jumped ahead. I I couldn't help it. I'm excited today, so you have to bear with me. Anyway, this is Tough Talk Christian Radio. My name is Tony Gambone. and you can call into the show to ask questions or just listen by dialing 347-989-1363. If you're just listening, just dial that number, 347-989-1363. If you want to ask a question, press number 1, and it will connect you to the to the panel, and we'll get you up on the show to ask, ask your questions. Um, I was watching the news about... Uh, football player. We all know it's football season, so I'm just going to take an opportunity to use this uh, today where uh, uh, Green Bay Packers quarterback, uh, everybody knows his name, Aaron Rodgers, um, said something in the beginning of the season that made everyone perceive that he was uh, uh, maybe vaccinated or maybe along the same lines, or I I don't know exactly how they perceived it. But he said something that wasn't a lie, but it wasn't exactly the truth. And so how did that play out for him? Now, he's one of the, you know, Well, he's been around for a while, but he's one of the greats. He's a good quarterback. And it makes me wonder uh, how the people around him felt when they found out that he did not exactly tell them the truth, but he huddled up with them every week on the field and, and he stood by them during the week, and, and he was their leader. Now, please, just so you know, I'm a very imperfect person, so it's not to slight Aaron Rodgers or, or his leadership. It's just an example of what we can all relate to, but we all seem to be complaining about it because, well, that's just easier than looking in the mirror and facing the truth. So for me, I, I just want to make a point. When I look at that, the first thing was, man, how could you do that? that they're your boys. Then I'm thinking, well, okay, maybe had a deeper reason, and then I brought the media into the con, uh, into the uh, equation, and well, then we know that not much truth comes from the media, and then there's uh, there's other things that we read that our heart makes us perceive, listening to it a little bit or reading it differently than it's really meant to be. And sometimes I think that's because our faults allow us to identify with different things so we don't have to be guilty of anything. But that's probably another show in itself. Here's my point. If you've been gone along and you've made some statements that might not be clear, maybe you don't want to get a vaccine, maybe you got the vaccine, that's your choice. But why disguise the answer? And when we go through life, we're raising children, we're working a job, we're ahead of employees. We're just a neighbor or someone going down the grocery aisle. There's no reason to create an answer that's not exactly what you mean. Because I'm a big believer. It, it always comes back to haunt you. So be careful how you say things. Think first. You know, we all heard God gave us two ears and one mouth. I'm not real good with that. I. I seem to have an autoresponder. My lips move faster than my brain. But it's important because we can't grab them words back. And i got to think at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers is a a great human being. Athletic aside, he's a man with a heart. He's a man that's a human. He's a man that was created just like God created all of us. And there's no way that we can say that we don't make mistakes. We just don't make enough money or have the opportunity to have it published on the television and the papers and the internet. So let's go a little easy on that there. Okay. Have a little bit of uh, a little bit of mercy and then remember the grace God gave you. So that's my little piece for today. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm still rooting for the Packers, even though I'm an Eagles fan, only because I always believe that from something like this, something's better going to come, whether it's for Aaron Rodgers, his family, someone he met or his team. Not sure. But I do know for a fact that God will make things right as long as you participate with God. So, Okay, I'm going to uh, give you that information again, 347-989-1363. the number to call. And press 1 if you want to ask a question. If you want to be a guest on this show, and let me explain to you what that means. I'm looking for anyone out there that has experienced something that they believe God put in their way. And to tell their testimony. Now, I know everybody says, no, I don't have a testimony. If you're born and you are breathing and you are walking the earth today, you have a story. And you might not think it's something, but there's a lot of other people out there suffering from the same mistake or the same rewards that you have come across. So let's share that. You can go to toughtalkchristianradio.com. Click on the big guest and uh, fill out the uh, form and select the next available date that meets your schedule. Love to have you on the show. Okay, I'm going to take a real fast break. And then we're going to bring up uh, my special guest today, Donald uh, Johnson. Okay, and uh, he's a native of Mount Vernon, New York. The last time we had him on the show, he was up in the Dallas-Fort uh, uh, Worth area here in Houston. And I'm not going to give it away, Mr. Donald, but I know... He's not in Texas anymore, but he is doing some great stuff. So I hope you'll stay tuned and uh, check us out as soon as we come back from this here short commercial break. If I can find it.
1: Do you know a family fighting cancer? The Jest Foundation nonprofit was founded right here in Katy, Texas by cancer survivor Michelle Perzan, whose vision is to assist those currently fighting by providing grants to help support family needs, whether spiritually, emotionally, or financially. Michelle and her family know all too well that there comes a time when the day-to-day needs we take for granted become impossible. Just Foundation has been able to bless one hundred percent of the application submitted and now they need your help. Find out more by going to JustFoundation dot org.
0: All right. Welcome back. Now, I mentioned uh that Donald Johnson was on the show prior, uh when he lived in the Dallas area and um, he's an author. Uh there's a whole bunch of stuff that uh that, that this gentleman has done okay he's a retired probation officer and he has extensive uh, experience in the human services field and he's big on helping children's and families courts and county government so he's uh he is a minister and he's uh he's he's often called to tell his story and there's he's written a book that I'm really excited about because the, the, the title kind of similar to a book that I've written, and it's both about God, so we'll talk about that in a little bit, but without wasting any more time. Mr. Donald, welcome to the show.
1: Well, thank you so much. Uh, thank you for having me on the program again. God bless.
0: Uh, our, our pleasure. You know, before we get into the great things that you're doing, I want you to tell people just a little bit about yourself. I mentioned that you're a native uh, of New York and that you lived in Dallas. and But tell us how you came across the path of being the servant that you are. <laughs> well, you know, it's a long story, and
1: time doesn't permit uh, this afternoon for me to go into all of the details. But in short, uh, Brother Tony, I surrendered my life to the Lord in a psychiatric hospital in about 1988. You may remember I became a heroin addict right there in the streets of Mount Vernon, New York, when I was 14 years old. And I was on that downward spiral for 21 years. It went from heroin addiction to alcoholism to pornography to prescription medications um, to uh, three psychiatric admissions to the New York Hospital in White Plains, New York. And I came to realize, with the assistance of some good um, uh, therapeutic help right there in the Psychiatric Institute, as well as the prayers of the saints, which had been, you know, going over my life for many, many years, I came to the conclusion that, number one, I wanted to get better, and number two, I couldn't do it on my own. Mind you, I had been engaged in psychiatric treatment and therapy for many, many years, trying to overcome the drug addiction, trying to overcome the sexual promiscuity and the perversion that I was involved in. But none of those things helped me. Seemingly, uh, things got worse. So I, I had always heard that Jesus saves, He heals, He delivers, and you know what? I looked to the Lord. I lifted my eyes into the hills. From whence comes our help? And I asked the Lord to save me. And the rest is history. At this point, that was uh, thirty-two years ago.
0: Hmm. I, I love the story because that's a that's a deep hole that you fell into, and it was multiple levels because of the drug addiction and the, the psychiatric care. It's just a. It's really a hard struggle, and and I find that. We, we don't seem to give ourselves to the Lord until we're in life-threatening situations. And thank God he, he allows us to do that so we can get past it. But I, I'm just very impressed with that, that story. I always like hearing it. You've told it before. But uh, I want to... Yes, uh,
1: I, I might add, Tony, I might add, you know you know, there's a catalyst there there there's we talk about you know causes and you know different things of that sort. And my main thing was um, an identity conflict. You may remember, and I talk about it a lot in the book, "This Far by Grace," I was an adopted child. Um, growing up as an adopted child, I had my adopted family, but I also had the biological family uh with whom I interacted with on a regular basis, and that was confusing, that was confusing. I had some mannerisms that I didn't particularly care for. Or had a great deal of effeminacy, and um, I, I, I found myself involved in uh, homosexuality round about the same time that I became drug-involved. So, yes, it was multiple levels. There was the level of an identity crisis. Uh, there was the level of uh, the drug addiction and the alcoholism, and, of course, there's always the level of our need Be saved by the
0: blood of Jesus. Amen to that. Amen to that. So, that's tell them where you moved to. Okay, you set up shop in 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 the Dallas-Fort Worth area in Texas, and we we kept saying that we were going to get the visit. COVID COVID gave us some good excuses for not doing that. Okay, but the fact of the matter is, you prayed and prayed and. You felt God leading you somewhere. Let's tell them where you're at now and what your plan is while you're there.
1: Yeah, I'm currently located in Dawsonville, Georgia. And um, back about 2019, after I graduated from Dallas Theological Seminary, I began. Actually, I w- I was challenged also. I was challenged by some of our ministry members, and they were like, "Yeah, well, we're excited to see what God is going to do with you now after you have um, you know finished seminary." And, you know, Brother Tony, in the Texas area, which I really grew to love, it is so inundated with spiritual resources. I mean, Texas is the home of the mega churches and seminaries and some of the greatest preachers in the whole entire world. And I have always been the type of person, um, I like to see a need and I like to help meet that particular need. So I began to pray, Lord, where can I take your gospel? Where are there areas that uh, have less spiritual resources, less seminaries, less Bible training, less people who are saved? And uh, I, I found this niche in Georgia after looking in Tennessee and North Carolina. But I just felt this almost like a kindred type of a spirit uh in Georgia, so I'm here in Georgia, and we have positioned ourselves to uh, do ongoing evangelism in some of the surrounding states, including Tennessee and Alabama, which I am very, very excited about and of course we're gonna we're not gonna leave Atlanta out, although I'm currently living in uh North Georgia. But one of the main things, Tony, as you and I talked about before our program began, I have this burden. Our ministry, Lifeline Ministries International, it began uh, by working with inner-city youths involved in the criminal justice system and drug and alcohol rehabilitation. And I'm going to tell you, for the five years we did that ministry, that was one of the greatest and most productive times, I would say, in all of my my years in the Lord, 32 years. So Mm -hmm. um, what happened was the national recession that we experienced that began about 2007, um, it actually closed uh, the, the youth home from where we would uh, pick up the children and have Bible school and go and take them into the community and have church service and all of that they ended up closing because of the recession but you know what it was prophesied and it was said to me Minister Johnson God is going to give you more children I've been taking care of children Tony since I was about nine years old and, and the kids that we ministered to used to say, Minister Johnson, but you were just a child yourself. Yeah, but so was Jeremiah. <laughs> and God right. said, Don't yeah. say you're a child You know. Amen. So so you know, let me just say, Tony, um, what happened was it was like a rekindling. A rekindling. I never forgot the fact that we love children. The ministry started with children. I've always had children in my heart to care and to protect and to teach and educate them. And uh, you may recall, our audience probably recalls, the accidental, I will say accidental, uh, shooting of Dante Wright in Minneapolis shortly after the death of George Floyd. And Tony, I was doing some seminary work and somehow I got beamed into Dante Wright. He was the young man who was accidentally killed by the police officer. When she uh, pulled him over, I think or uh, his tags, or I don't remember all of the details as to why he was apprehended. But as the officer apprehended him, he ran. She reached for her taser and um, actually shot him with her gun. And when I saw that young man uh, during that celebration of life service for him reposed in a casket, I just started crying. And I had to immediately go on Facebook and post, America cries again. And that's when I realized Mm. that if we could educate, if we can reach and really empower our disenfranchised children. And when I say disenfranchised, I think all kids to, to some extent are disenfranchised because they're not adults yet and they have so much still to learn. But if we can empower them with social skills, if we can let them know that there's so much more to life than what they've seen and that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Tony, we can save a generation. And if we save a generation, then multiple generations to come can be saved.
0: Yeah, amen to that. And there's so much work out there to be done, and there's so many people needed to help do it. How do you, now that you're in a new city, how do you get to the people around you? I mean, finding the people needing help probably easy. Most of them are on the street or behind bars. And I know you mentioned before that in prison, Christianity, the Bible, um, it might be read a little bit differently than when things are done outside the that realm of prison. But I can tell you, everything in the world is done differently outside those bars. So how do you plan on getting the help that you need? Or what is the help that you need in that area to get that mission going?
1: Well, we need a lot of help, and we need people to come along. First of all, there has to be a burden. There has to be a burden. You know, Isaiah the prophet said, cry aloud and spare not, you know. Uh, Show my people their sin and the house of Jacob their transgressions. Tony, it begins with a burden to see people saved. Amen. And I tell you, when you have that burden, God has committed to meet the needs of the people, so we need people to come. And look, first of all, to have a burden to see young people uh, be saved and live better lives and not get killed like they did at the uh, at the recent concert over there in, in Houston, and um, and and it's just it's it's a matter of networking and you know and just telling people, look, this is what we want to do, and um, it's like one of my aunts used to always say, when there's a cause. And when there's a good cause, and I would even add, when there's a divine cause, supernaturally people come alongside and they want to be a part of it. And what I would say to people who say, well, I would like to, to do so," don't ever underestimate your ability. Some people say, oh, well, I don't have a seminary degree. Oh, I'm not a, a teacher or I'm not a preacher. You don't have to be. All you have to do is come alongside to help because you know what? We may have the degree, Brother Tony, but guess what? We're looking unto the Lord the author and the finisher of our faith, because we realize it's not by might nor by power, but it is by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. So we're reaching out to churches. And you know what? Um, We're we're not intimidated by people who say, I don't have an interest or, you know, don't support. No, we're going to just keep going, and uh, we're going to get it done, because the Great Commission is that we go into all the world. God has sanctioned it go into all the world and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe whatsoever things Jesus has commanded us, and he's promised to be with us even until the end of the world.
0: Yeah. Awesome stuff. And You know, it is so true. You don't need, uh, you know, uh, so I found the Lord in in uh, 2010 and at the age of 54 and uh, what i found out was um, all you have to do is just be willing to put your faith in god and keep your feet moving so i mean you can't just lay down and wait for him to come pick you up and deliver you you have to move your feet and he'll direct you now he might not directly directly right to the spot because he wants you to understand the real mission here, okay? And we can't help others unless we seek to help ourselves. So if you're someone out there, and please correct me if I'm wrong, if you're someone out there and you feel that need, that you want to help, make sure to start praying for God to show you what to do, not just to make a phone call or a donation. Pray to ask what God wants you to do. I always pray, can you show me, God, your plan? Now, I'm scared. I'm telling you, I'm scared when he shows it up, but and sometimes I'm like, maybe I shouldn't have said that prayer today, but it is what will happen, and it, nothing happens right away. You know, what do they say? If you, it, Nothing happens overnight. If it, it does, it's, it's not worth of any value. We have to kind of not suffer along the way, but we have to feel the journey. Along the way, so um, I want to I want to uh, cut across because you know time is limited here, and and I know that there's going to be some uh, some people that we talk with here that are going to be able to go to your website and uh, just let me it's Lifeline Ministries Online dot com, and it's on my Facebook page if you want to find it, and they can also buy your book there. So uh, I'd like to. I want to. I got the Amazon copy. I and look, folks. If you if you want to start out and see if God really wants you on this journey, okay, buy the book. This far by grace, the incredible story of one man's journey out of darkness into God's marvelous light. Now I got to tell you, I wrote a book, okay, because I moved to Texas. Uh, from Las Vegas and I moved from Philadelphia to Las Vegas originally. But my story the title of my book is From Las Vegas to the Promised Land. One man's Journey from Death and Destruction to His Destiny. So when I read the 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 part of your title I'm like Wow, ah, that's a kind of like the same journey like, you know what I mean? I, I mean I i it was a different situation but the journey ended up in the right spot, like in God's marvelous light. I, I just love that. So if you're out there and you're looking for a good read, go on Amazon. I mean, it's fourteen dollars. It's a paperback, okay? If you don't like it, uh, email me info at toughtalkradio.network.com, uh, and I'll I'll refund you the the money. But I tell you, it's a book worth reading. It's about God's grace, God's grace, mercy, and redemption. Okay, one man with was destined for tragedy and death as he ventured deep into into his life far from God. Now, I've got to just say, one of the things that I believe is when I learned about the Lord back in 2010, I started doing a men's Bible study with some guys that had been Bible studying for years. So I was the new guy. And I said things like, so shouldn't there be a bigger sin for murder than there is for stealing? And, uh, you know, I would explain that sin is sin. So whether it's a drug addiction, porn addiction, food addiction, lying addiction, we're all, thank God, we we're all created to be jacked up. But we were all given the opportunity to get better at not being so jacked up. So take a chance. Read a book like this, or if maybe you've written a book. Send it to us. We want people to understand the value of what the words that God put in, in 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 Donald's mouth and his head to put on paper, because this is huge, and I think it's a start that could help uh, our next generation. Okay? And, you know, I'm an older guy, and, and I think that generation to generation, we start repeating what our parents say, like that commercial on the television. But the fact of the matter is, it's kind of scary. Like at 65, this next generation is going to be taking care of me. I'm scared. But at the end of the day, it has nothing to do with them. It's all in God's hands. And when you figure that out, it's so much easier for you to get through the daily steps of crud that we got to swim through. So uh, I I just want to make sure people understand, this far by grace, an incredible story of one man's journey out of darkness into God's marvelous light is worth a read. Donald, tell me what the next steps that are taking place. I think you have been in Georgia for, I think you told me two weeks.
1: Two weeks, two weeks, and it's exciting. It's it's exciting. And I just want to say on the heels of what you already um, said, Brother Tony, let's just help people to understand anything that you're in, bondage, any pit, any destruction, don't you know that the power of God is able to deliver you, to rescue you, and to make you free? Jesus said, and I... If I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. It's time, world. It's time to get saved. It's time to be born again. Amen. So, Tony, the next steps is to preach the gospel to every creature. He that believes in his baptized yeah. shall be saved. You know, you were talking about divine appointments. I attended a church up the street. I had to wait for furniture and all that to be delivered on Sunday, which I was very upset about, <laughs> because Sunday is our Sabbath day. <laughs> and I was like, you got to get here after 1 o'clock, because I have to do Bible school at 9 o'clock on Facebook and, and uh, Twitter and all of that. And I have to go to the assembly. I have to go to the house of God. And I couldn't go to... Um, the church with, that I've been following and fellowshipping with for a period of time now. But I went to a church, the Tony, that I could actually walk to. And I'm going to tell you something. The power of the Lord was there, and they are doing some dynamic things, things that we want to do. They have a home for um, you know, people that have been incarcerated, addicted to drugs. They have this vision for revival. So it's like you were saying, the steps of a good man. The steps of a man who's been justified by the blood of Jesus, and women too, they're ordered by the Lord. God is in control. His kingdom is coming, and his will is being done on earth.
0: Yeah. Amen to that, man. That's just, it's, it's refreshing. You know, one of the reasons I do this show on Wednesdays is so that I get a little bit more Jesus on Wednesday because it was so good on Sunday. And I don't want to be just a Sunday-goer, okay? And it's easy to get in that spot because life gets in the way, and we create uh, detours in our lives and great excuses of why we should have to do other things. But it's always good to be reminded uh, when someone else tells their story how awesome God is and what opportunity we have as as human beings on earth here today. No matter what the news says or how bad it gets, uh, you know, uh, we can always come back. As, as long as we lean in and, 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 and depend on the Lord And and it's, you know People that are going through hard times right now Go, yeah, it's easy to say You already went through it Don't think that you know what others are going through Okay, just because it was a It was a good journey doesn't mean It's still going the way you want it to go So you just have to be committed To, to hanging Hanging out with God I mean, just do it So uh, we're We're at that point in time, but I'd like to – there's a couple of questions I want to make sure we get. One is, I know you're a really busy guy, but that's never stopped you before. What's the plans for the next book?
1: Well, well, first of all, I'd like to mention, Brother Tony, I didn't get to tell you, but this far by grace, my autobiography has been translated into Spanish. Um, We're hopeful that it's going to be published before the end of the year. Also, getting ready to publish a small book that is titled "The Perfect Way." It's more with a theological bent, and I wanted to do that to help um, pastors and lay ministers who maybe don't have time to go to seminary, whatever. But it talks about Jesus, our perfect High Priest. And I don't know. I think the next book that's gonna um, uh, come out of my soul, I think it's gonna be titled. Out of darkness into God's marvelous light. Amen.
0: There's a way that seems right unto a
1: man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. So, you know, God has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. In time past, we were not a people, but we are now the people of God. And it's so refreshing to be reminded that if any person is in Christ, they are a new creation, old things. They're passed away. All things are become new. We praise God.
0: Amen. So, you do some, uh, a lot of things in the prison area, and, uh, you know, I guess if you ask people what they think of prison, they say, well, there's too many people locked up, there's not enough people locked up, and they're stealing my tax dollars, and da-da-da-da-da-da-da, right? But at the end of the day, they're all just people who might have made one bad decision or maybe ten bad decisions, but at the end of the day, they're still just people, just like you and I. So how can people out there in your area or anywhere that are listening, how can they help you with that mission?
1: Well... It, they can go into the website, they can call me, 203-300-7783 is our cell number. I'm always looking for people to help. I don't wait for people to help, right? We're waiting on the Lord, and right. He's the one who renews our strength. But I, I, I'm the type of person, I always invite people to come into the ministry and, and to help. So um, there's, there's just so many things. I don't even know where to start numerating them, Brother Tony, but... You know, we have an an online prayer service every month, every first Monday in the month. I can make sure you have that information. We would invite people to, we would like to invite people to call in and pray with us. And then we do a host of online things. I do online Bible school, which I absolutely love, every Sunday morning. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on YouTube. Come and join and be a part of our class. We have a platform which you can actually join in and you can uh, participate. Uh, we'd love to see you uh, doing that. And, uh, yeah, here we're we're on this mission now in Georgia. And, Brother Tony, I'm asking you to pray, asking the audience to pray, because one of our first steps, as you ask, excuse me for not having answering this, we're looking to have something called a night of hope. Now, I know some other ministries have used that title, but, Tony, after... In the aftermath, I'm not going to say after because the pandemic is still upon us, but in the aftermath of COVID-19, we all need hope. And that's one of the first things we want yeah. to have in the community. Maybe you can come up and be one of our speakers. We want to have a night of hope right here in Dawsonville, Georgia. And we want to, we want to, we're going to invite the churches, but beyond inviting the churches, we're just going to invite people. Amen that maybe don't even know the Lord. Right.
0: But we all. Well, I tell you, put me on the calendar. I'd love to be a part of that.
1: Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. That's one of the the first things we'd like to um, introduce ourselves to the community. And um, I think the best way to do that is just to um, offer them the hope that which is in Christ Jesus. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, we will yet praise him, who is the help of our countenance and our God.
0: Awesome stuff, Donald. As always, I just enjoy having you on the show so much, and I apologize. We're going to have to get you back on. Maybe we need to do a monthly check-in with you to see what's going on, to get an update so people can find out. I know you're going to blow up that area, and you're going to have to have a lot of support. So any way that we can help contribute to that, market what you're doing, we are there for you. And and I just I can't thank you enough for blessing us with your time today.
1: Bless the Lord, and thanks again for having me. I appreciate it very much.
0: It's, It's my pleasure. Before you head out, two things. One, let's give everybody the information to get in touch with you one more time even though it's on, all over social media. And the other thing is, I would like to just for you to leave one uh, statement, quote, verse, something that you think people okay. should carry in their shirt pocket till the first of the year Amen. or maybe longer.
1: We'll appreciate that. Amen. Well, again, as you've already mentioned, we can be contacted uh, through our website, lifelineministriesonline.com. I'm also on Facebook tend to use that quite a bit that's M I N which stands for minister no period after after MIN but MIN Donald Lee Johnson also our YouTube YouTube channel we're really looking to um to blow that up if you will brother Tony and that the YouTube channel is Lifeline Ministries International YouTube Uh, So please join in with us. We invite you to be a part of everything that we're doing, and uh, we're just happy uh, to be serving the Lord. But there are are a couple of things that I had not uh, jotted them down, but I think I'll go with one of the first things that has just been in my heart so much, Brother Tony, and that is Psalm chapter 103, verses 1 and 2, and this is what the verses say. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, and forget not all his kind deeds and loving kindness. God is good all the time. We say that all the time. But actually, not only is God good all the time, but all the time, God is good. He does not change. His mercies are new every morning. His faithfulness is great.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, sir. I look forward to uh, talking to you, and I hope that if you put something together in uh, Georgia, that I get that invitation to come up and help join you.
1: You got it, man. You got it for sure.
0: You have a blessed weekend. Once again, thank you for your time today. We appreciate you.
1: God bless you. Thank you so much for having me as your guest. Be blessed.
0: My pleasure. Thank you. Amen. Okay, folks, listen, we ran a little over, but, uh, hey, it's okay. It was for the right reasons, okay? Make sure, as I mentioned, to get the book, This Far by Grace, the incredible story of one Man's journey out of darkness into God's marvelous light. Give yourself an opportunity to see that there's more to to your life than you're seeing right now. Maybe your life is good, but maybe it could be better. Give it a try. I I I, uh, I challenge you to that. Okay, and uh, make sure to uh, if you're in the Georgia area to reach out to uh, Donald Johnson. And make sure to go to his website. Okay, I'm going to give you that one more time because it's important that you check this information out, especially if you're in the Georgia area because he's about ready to make some life changes there. It's LifelineMinistriesOnline.com. LifelineMinistriesOnline.com. And that's our show for today. I hope that you'll join us next Wednesday. We always have some great guests. I mean, how blessed am I to be able to provide these testimonies of people's journeys with the Lord on a radio show or a podcast, whatever they're calling this now. So I just want to say thank you, everyone, for taking time out to listen to this. And a big special thanks to Minister Donald Johnson for doing what he's doing in in the communities. And I look forward to having him back on the show to keep you updated. So that's our show for today. I hope to see you next week have been listening to tough talk christian radio with tony gambone brought to you by the tough talk radio network a special thanks to all of our sponsors if you'd like to be a sponsor or a guest please visit toughtalkradionetwork.com for more information